0: Welcome once again to devotional, a spiritual resource for daily living. This is lesson number two for Sunday, October 7. This lesson started us off with a bang. Uh, Tremendous uh, insights in regards to carelessness. and I want to continue building on that. The lesson continues us in that direction. And um, I forgot to mention yesterday some new things that I'm going to be adding to the links. Besides... You've been able to access this lesson right now at this moment by just clicking on the first link, which would be for a web browser, uh, depending on if you're Android or on your iPhone. Or if you're listening to it on, a, on your computer, it will be, let you go to a web browser and you'll, you'll have this whole week's lesson in front of you right now. The other links are to download the apps for iPhone or Android. But I'm going to add a, another link, a new link. I I realized that uh, we just, we're just at constituency meeting uh, constituency meeting is something that happens five years in the Michigan Conference and it's when all the churches send representatives um, to the Academy to a, an Adventist Academy that we have in Michigan and we we elect new officers the president of the conference secretary treasurer etc and um, we did that this past um, week and while I was there I just became aware of how much our does, our church does worldwide And I just came back convicted. Um, The Sabbath School shares that. And you've heard me share in previous episodes stories that are within the Sabbath School lesson. And this week I'm going to do that as well. But something better than me telling you these stories is you watching them. And many of these, uh, you'll be able to watch the videos with the real people in the videos. So I'm going to have that link there that you probably will be watching on YouTube um, for Adventismissions.org. You can also go to that website if you like. But all those videos, our church puts out um, videos related to the countries that we're going to be focusing on. And at the back of the lesson, of course, I'm talking about the printed lesson, which there's a link where you can subscribe to the physical lesson. Um, Our offerings on on the last Sabbath of this month, the 13th Sabbath offering, our entire world church will send funds to places like Pakistan, Bangladesh, Myanmar, Laos, Philippines, Brunei, Malaysia, Vietnam, Cambodia, Thailand. Um, all of these individ- a, a Christian brothers and sisters that are there, we're going to be um, developing um, centers of influence, schools. Um, we're going to be providing uh, for resources, mostly building resources, uh, structures, so that our presence, the Christian presence, can be there more fortified and with greater ease proclaim the gospel. Isn't that awesome? And you'll be able to watch those videos of those uh, what we're doing, what the Lord is doing through us in those countries those links as well so look for that in the the links below so that you can also get some extra additional reaffirmations you don't belong to just a church in taylor michigan or monroe michigan you belong to a worldwide church and it's amazing what god does with our faithfulness in tithes and offerings so continue doing that because god is using those funds to do some awesome things so now we're on sunday october 7th and i was going to bring three points from this lesson Uh, The first one is based on a sentence that says, Each time they, the children of Israel, disobeyed and followed their own ways, their lives became miserable. And I I, I focused on those words, uh, that phrase, each time became. Each time meant little steps, little decisions that uh, accumulated. And each time these individuals became hardened in their Rebellion against God, they disobeyed God and followed their own ways. Their lives became miserable. Now, why would anyone do that, right? If I touch a hot frying pan and I burn myself, I'm miserable. I'm not touching that frying pan again. Yet it says here each time they disobeyed. Why would they continue do- doing something that makes their lives miserable? And for me, the key word is became. It didn't happen in instantaneously. In fact. The reason they kept disobeying is because of a reality that happens in disobedience. And you just hear me out when I say this. There is pleasure in disobedience. I'm going to say it again. When you and I disobey, there is an element of pleasure that we experience in disobedience. And that is because we struggle. We, still, we, we have inherited what we call a sinful nature. A nature that finds pleasure in sin. In all of its manifestations in rebellion and disobedience and so because we experience this pleasure we keep doing it and that's the reason why each time they disobeyed they didn't recognize because it didn't happen right away it was a gradual they became It was a process in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 25 we we hear it a tremendous truth I wish someone would have shared the, these this truth that's found in other places in the Bible um, when I was starting my teens, I was told a big fat lie. I was told sin is horrible. Sin is, is there's misery and, and heartache. There's truth to that, but not initially. And that is, as young people, we need to know that what uh, Hebrews 11 25 says this is speaking about Moses choosing rather to endure ill treatment with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. I remember hearing a sermon in my mid 20s. And the, the pastor focused on that, the passing pleasures or temporary pleasure pleasures of sin. And it, it he repeated it, and I'm glad he did because it didn't sink in the first time I heard it. There is pleasure in sin, but it's a temporary one. That's why the children of Israel could disobey and not recognize that their lives was be, were becoming miserable. Their lives were experiencing a trajectory that would lead to misery because there was a pleasure in the behavior in the disobedience and that's why they kept disobeying and that's the the predicament that humanity finds themselves they'll hear christians and they'll they'll come to a church and they hear from the pulpit you know that the wages of sin is death but to them after on the weekends sin feels actually pretty good at the bar at the disco or the dance club or wherever it is there's pleasure and yes there is but that pleasure is only temporary and The byproduct of that temporary pleasure is misery. That's point number one that I wanted to bring from that lesson. The second is uh, we have that challenge, right? The Holy Spirit, praise God, is there to unmask the lie. The the Holy Spirit doesn't want us to experience misery, doesn't want you to experience misery. So the Holy Spirit is at every step, every time we have to make decisions. The the Holy Spirit is there to convict us of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. is there to highlight It might feel good now, but the word of God says, the word of God says, I mean, you see that yesterday when when you looked at Genesis chapter four, when God approaches um, Cain and says, why are you angry? There's choices. You're making small choices and there's pleasure when you experience anger and you begin to daydream about expressing that anger, that wrath on that person with vengeance and violence. There is pleasure. And God is trying to awaken Cain to what that pleasure hides from our vision. It, it, it is a curtain. That pleasure is a big, thick curtain that does not allow us to see and behold the consequences of our acting out and pursuing that pleasure to its end. When that, once that curtain is unfolded, what we see behind it is misery. And God, with tender, patient pity, pursued Cain, And the the gospel is shown there because God approaches Cain a second time after he murdered Cain. So many of us, like myself, when I heard that sermon, I had already began to experience the misery, the consequences, how my life had become a bitter episode of one regret after the other, one remorse after the other. And when I heard that sermon, I thought, is there hope for me? Well, Genesis chapter 4 tells us there's hope. We may be the, the... past the curtain and experiencing the misery. And after Cain murdered, God still came after him, seeking to re- restore, seeking to save this stubborn, angry young man. So the second point that I want to bring from the lesson is, is beautiful. It's, this is only the highlights. There's so much more. I hope you will spend, spend time with the lesson. Um, it's a, uh, one sentence again that says, um, this is God speaking out of Jeremiah chapter three. It says, for I am merciful Only acknowledge your iniquity. For I am merciful, only acknowledge your iniquity. You know, that's that's where pride really becomes so heinous. Pride is what silences, what force what leads us to you know clench our lips. I'm not gonna confess it. That was the issue with Cain. Cain, confess, acknowledge, own, don't lie to yourself. You see it. Own it, confess it. I am merciful. I want to save you. First um, John one nine says, "If we confess our sins, God will forgive. God will cleanse us. He will forgive us from all sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness." But it's a big if. Such a tiny little word with such a for sometimes it just becomes this huge mountain that we feel that we need to cross over. If we confess, you know, the the idea of pleasure in sin. you can give people time and they'll discover that it's true, but you don't need to have time uh, pursuing these temporary pleasures and then experience the bitter end. You can stop right now if you confess. God will begin to transform you in in a way that the the temporary pleasures that sin is will become more and more apparent to how short-lived that pleasure is. And the Holy Spirit will begin to reason with you. Yes, you may take that and you may ingest that or you may partake of that or you may go into these places but the Holy Spirit will remind you of your past and say remember what happened after you know what will happen after do you want that again so in a sense though it does not have to be this way God can take my past uh, failures and mistakes and use those as tangible personal warnings that today can protect me from making the same mistakes I used to. Isn't the gospel wonderful? That God can use the brokenness of my past to keep me fixed and whole today. It doesn't have to be that way. By no means am I advocating, go ahead and mess up your life because it will become wonderful lessons for life later on. No way. And God doesn't want that either because not everybody comes back. Not everybody returns. Not everyone um, yields their hearts and the last point i want to make for this lesson is um another sentence (laughs) jeremiah's words were spoken at a time of general neglect of god's word general neglect not rebellion they were not burning it in the streets it was just sitting in the shelves collecting dust are you neglecting the bible and I'm hoping that if you're listening to this, you're not. But I'm hoping that this does not replace your time in the Bible. My whole purpose, my burden, my passion, and my mission in making these podcasts is to whet our appetites enough so that if I am not presently um, being passionate and intentional in engaging God's words, that I will choose to do so. Because it's the Word of God that provides for you the power to walk away from temporary pleasures. And it is the Word of God that puts in you the desires to not go back to them. It is the Word of God that encourages you, that the Holy Spirit uses to soften your heart so that you will confess your sins. You will acknowledge your wrongs. You will not try to justify just like uh, Adam and Eve did and Cain. That is our natural response to the promptings of the Spirit. And the Word of God can provide for you the assurance, number one, that God is merciful, only acknowledge. Is there something that you need to talk to the Lord about? Is there something that God has been putting in your heart that you need to make right with Him? Why not take time and say, Father, I confess, I acknowledge, You are merciful. And I claim the promise of 1 John 1, 9 that if I confess my sin, You will forgive and cleanse me. From all my past mistakes. What a promise! And we're just getting started with the lesson for this week.